getting down the nearly vertical wall to the end of the sliver and up the other side were the main difficulties, and they seemed all but insurmountable. For the many perils encountered in my years of wandering on mountains and glaciers, none seemed so plain and stern and merciless as this. And it was presented when we were wet to the skin and hungry, the sky dark with quick-driving snow, and the night near. But we were forced to face it. It was a tremendous necessity. But poor Stickeen, the wee, hairy, sleeked beastie, think of him. When I had decided to dare the bridge, and while I was on my knees, chipping a hollow on the rounded brow above it, he came behind me, pushed his head past my shoulder, looked down and across, scanned the sliver with its approaches, with his mysterious eyes, then looked me in the face with a startled air of surprise and concern, began to mutter and whine, saying as plainly as if speaking with words, "'Surely you are not going into that awful place.' This was the first time I had seen him gaze deliberately into a crevasse or look into my face with an eager, speaking, troubled look. That he should have recognized and appreciated the danger at first glance showed a wonderful sagacity. Never before had the daring midget seemed to know that ice was slippery or that there was any such thing as danger anywhere. His looks and tones of voice when he began to complain and speak his fears were so human that I unconsciously talked to him in sympathy as I would to a frightened boy, and in trying to calm his fears perhaps in some measure moderated my own. Hush your fears, my boy, I said. We will get across safe, though it is not going to be easy. No right way is easy in this rough world. We must risk our lives to save them. At worst, we can only slip, and then how grand a grave we will have, and by and by our nice bones will do good in the terminal moraine. But my sermon was far from reassuring him. He began to cry, and after taking another piercing look at the tremendous gulf, ran away in desperate excitement, seeking some other crossing. By the time he got back, baffled, of course, I had made a step or two, I dared not look back, but he made himself heard, and when he saw that I was certainly bent on crossing, he cried aloud in despair. The danger was enough to daunt anybody, but it seemed wonderful that he should have been able to weigh and appreciate it so justly.